Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast. Welcome, everyone. We are recapping two episodes back to back, episode 199 and 200. I will start off by personally saying I've been pretty preoccupied with other things in my life, so I haven't been able to give as much you know focus maybe as as usual i did i did watch both episodes um but i had a lot of other things going on in my life so not sure how much retained we will find out as we discuss i have opinions as usual joseph allen my brother has a nice clean shaven face over there in buffalo and has a copy of my friend Stuart Bogie's new album behind his head. Look at that. Awesome. How is it on vinyl? Look at that. We're playing the vinyl game here. It's pretty terrific. Yeah. If you like his uh, other other band, Superhuman Happiness, you, you really will like this one too. A little more jamming on this one, huh? Yeah. Some longer songs. Mm-hmm. No lyrics per se, but it, it's like Budos Band-esque. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of sound. Yeah, I'll, I'll let good. me promote that real quick. My friend Stuart Bogey, an incredible uh, saxophone player, clarinet player, all-around amazing musician, just put, a re- put out a record with um, Joe Russo, the drummer. It's called The Bogey Band, and uh, it just came out like last week, maybe, maybe two weeks ago now. Um, very, very cool stuff, and he's a dear friend of mine, so... I want to promote that. Joe's holding up another record. I don't know what that is. I got paper cuts, and I got um, a new Father John Misty back there also. Father John Misty. Um, <clears throat> okay, so things are swell in Buffalo. Tucci, <clears throat> how are you? How's the bald spray? Yeah, the bald spray is working out well. Mm-hmm, I see. Um, yeah, same. I... I, I um busy 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 couple weeks over here you know um with work you know things like that baby showers uh big 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 day yesterday had the baby shower got some cool things including this bills abc so you took an alphabet so you took a shower you took a shower yesterday I took a shower. Yeah, yeah. Quick Why one. do they call it a shower? Quick, I guess they're just sho- you get shower. showered with gifts. Like that, that's obvious, I guess. That's what a shower, yeah, right? You get showered. <clears throat> sure. Yeah, I think well, we, you know, the biggest takeaway is that um, my wife's family, who's from upstate New York, is pushing their Bill's agenda on mm. an unborn Smart. child. Smart. Um, the Bill's. The, and so, the dynasty. So, um, yeah. So yeah, and um, Went you know, good. I, feel bad. I feel bad that I'm unprepared for these you know these couple episodes, but um, you know it's tough to be on every you a, week. You got a bun in the oven there, you know. Yeah, man, we're two months out. Some hot um, dough rising. Gotta let it cook a little more. Little, little more. Um, you gonna have a diaper party as well? You gonna really yeah, milk be, milk all these you'll things? You'll be at that one. I'll be at that yeah, one. You, yeah, yeah. When is that? That's next month. Oh, maybe diaper, I will. Diaper party. Yeah. Maybe you I come, will. You come by, bring diapers. 
Maybe I will. Very good. Well, um, let's talk about what we're here to talk about, which is Office Hours Live. Going back a couple of weeks, we had special guest, one of my absolute favorites, 80 Miles, always a joy. I'm on the record as saying the last time he was on was one of my favorite episodes of all time. I laughed quite a bit even got myself in a little hot water because Vic wasn't there. And I said, I don't care. 80 miles is fucking killing it. Um, that episode. Yeah. I obviously don't feel that way, but yeah. So 80 miles, a very welcome, uh, guest in the studio. He knows how to do it. Okay. Plain and simple. He keeps the show moving. He keeps the laughs coming. Uh, and he really had a good, you know, kind of rapport with American Idol. He knew the exact kind of thing. You know, he he was obviously has watched it and knows kind of the the things the judges say and all of that, which was which was nice. It was nice to hear a little of that. I haven't watched American Idol in, you know, 15 years. I don't know when the hell that show came out, but you know, we all used to watch a little bit. We all remember the little kind of you know, you're going through and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It kind of brought back some memories for me of, of American Idol, which was kind of, which is kind of funny. Um, so overall that helped um, the episode about the puns here, which puns, puns, puns. Here, here we go again with puns. Um, just, they're just milking the puns till the end of time. Um, again, I have these thoughts. Maybe we focus them. Maybe we give them a, you know, make make it a little narrower the road a little bit, not just say any pun yeah. in the world. Because if you're going with any pun in the world, I don't know, man. A lot of this shit is bad. Well, <laughs> like if I, you I, have I, I the think... whole world's puns on your fingertips and you can make a pun about anything, you know, no offense I, I think to what... the guys, but I don't know. They, they, I think they've sort of set themselves up in a way of what is an acceptable pun, what comes across as the type of pun they like. Doug's very clear about the type of pun he likes. And then what ends up happening is the group of guys end up doing puns off of the puns that the people come in with their puns about that end up to be more in the shtick of what I would think of as puns, where you're just talking about something and then suddenly you just throw in a, you know, you throw in a pun, an appropriate timed pun. Just to create a pun out of midair is a, just that whole idea in general is strange, you know? So, you know, I have my feelings about puns, but overall I did enjoy the episode. It was, it was good. I mean, I, I liked, I had some laughs. Um, I, I don't think really any of the puns were very good. It seemed like the guys sort of got disinter They were just saying up or down just for shits and giggles. It seemed by towards the end. Um, but, uh, how did you guys feel overall about Ameripun Idol Tucci? Go. Yeah. I, I, when, when you said that you, you feel like it maybe should be narrowed a bit more, I thought you were talking about just, um, the, the window of accepting puns in general, which is kind of what I think this is. And I, you know, I think I'm, I'm on record by saying I'm not really, <laughs> I, of course, I like when when the, the the boys do it, and they're typically pretty good at it. Especially, you know, Doug, one of the greats at puns, and I appreciate that. But I think you know, 
Zoomers doing puns. I mean, I, I, I'm already disinterested in Zoomers. I think it's one of the the weakest parts of the show. But I know that we have to incorporate them. You know, it's, it's good to incorporate the the audience. And I and I will say is when we talk about narrowing, I think it it helps me to say, all right, these this episode or these two episodes are going to be the windows open on puns. Um, and I hope that the that the assumption is that maybe we close it a little bit going forward and we just like have a pun show, get all the puns in and then move on. I, I maybe if I were to guess, that's probably, that's not what's going to happen. I'm sure we're going to get puns from zoomers every episode, but um, you know, I think they're, they're done. We, they do need to commit episodes to kind of celebrating the community um, it makes sense for episode 199 or 200. You know, I think that kind of makes sense. Um, I think Offie's episodes are a bit more about celebrating the show. So, I, so I'm cool with, you know, celebrating the community for, for like landmark episodes, like 200. That's fine with me. Um, so I, I was generally okay with it, uh, you know, but I like to think that maybe we can kind of close the book a little bit and maybe just do this once or once a year. Um, in terms of 80 miles, yeah, he, I mean, he just, 80 miles is, he's figured out, at how to be like a, a guest on office hours or like a co-host like he's just he does that job so well um and he's a, he seems you know he's a great guy he's very funny but whenever he's on the show man he he, he really does stand out his quality stands out to me um and thank goodness he was there because i think that it really would have been a bit of a slog for me if if you know it was just uh the main crew i think having ad there certainly helps um I enjoyed it. 199. I, I enjoyed the show for what it was. Um, I could do without the puns, but it, good listening in the end. Joseph, thoughts? Uh, here's, an ep here's an episode for me where I was a bit bored by it and wasn't laughing mm. that much. But And the, the pun, American pun, uh, it's, it's a fine uh, idea for the show, but it, as far as it moving along it just you know i didn't it didn't provide lots of laughs like in all honesty i've never once watched american idol in my whole life not even one single episode so mm. it's like maybe it's not for me mm -hmm. uh the whole judging puns and well you're going to hollywood like, like, you know that's that's all i, I like the yeah. idea of like uh if it was doug and everyone on the show doing giving their good puns and like that's amusing to have the Zoomers doing it, it just left a lot to be desired. It just was a crummy sort of version of puns. So I don't know. I mm -hmm. I just didn't enjoy the show that much because of this as the major theme of it. And uh, I know that's a bummer, but it, I, I wasn't overly enjoying it. But um, so as soon as the episode ended, I was just like, well, what am I going to say about this, you know, but mm. here I am. So here you are yeah. saying what you say. Um, yeah, I think that they in in episode 200, I think Doug said it towards the end or Matt, somebody finally brought up that, hey, remember at the end of or the Christmas special, how he did a whole fucking song about how we were done with puns? I mean, and it's like, we really yeah. didn't hold to that, did we? And Matt, I think, said, you know what? After this, I think we can be done with the puns. Um, yeah. so I, I, listen, I wanted him to be done with the puns. I thought it was a beautiful thing at the Christmas episode to like uh, announce we're best. done with puns by doing a song about puns. It was like, perfect. It was a perfect way. It was a pun song about getting rid of puns. Beautiful. 
So the fact that they've gone back, they've gone back to the bucket of puns is, um, you know, just not doing too much for me. But like I said, 80 miles kept me, kept me laughing. I was on, I was on set. Okay. I was, I was at a shoot for like uh, 10 days and I had like a morning where I threw it on while I was doing some prep and it was kind of just on in the background and you know, like I said, I enjoyed it. I can't remember really any of the puns. Like nothing really sticks out as being really good. I think I agree with Doug when when they're quick and like have a little something. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that was that's that's fine. Um, I thought Galantini, who ended up winning, I think, right? He he won the whole yeah. thing. Thought it was a you know a fun little story that he he got booted out. He is an office hours regular. Um, I'm trying to think of the pun he did on during the original contest that the guys didn't like. He was early, and I think the people, I think Doug and the boys got a lot more lenient uh, as the ep- as the episode went on, and they were letting all sorts of trash puns through. Um, oh, he did the moon unit one. Moon, yeah. Uh huh. And really, what was happening during this is you're listening to the pun. And I think Doug, I think everybody was thinking, well, I could do this better. Like there's something there. You're just you're just not writing it good enough. Like the the idea of the pun isn't bad, but you could tighten it up. You could uh, you could do this or that. I think um, episode 200, the perfect example is the guy that did the um, I still love Easter baby, and how you could summarize that. You could tell that pun and in two lines, you know, and I was talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger, you were talking about how he's done with holidays. And I said, really, there's not one. And he said, well, I, I still love Easter, baby. Uh, you know, you could do it real quick. You know, you don't need to tell this insanely long story. Although Tim liked that. So, you know, to each, but you know, sometimes you're, you're being a critic and you're, you're listening. I know Doug's just listening like, oh my God, you could do that better. You could do that better. You could deliver the punchline better. The moon unit, I think Galantini was trying so hard to like make sure everybody heard it that he he you know he could have just been like oh I didn't realize moon unit I didn't realize moon unit you know like you could have you got to be better you just got to perform better but you know these these jokers on the Zoom are nowhere near professional comedians they're just jokers they're just boys and girls out there doing their best um, I do think a couple people did better than others. Um, there was a nice David Lynch one in episode 200. Let's just move. Oh, we had a, let's go city of the day, 199. I know Tucci wants to talk about it. I'll just let you go, Tucci. 199, city of the day. Uh, I really wanted to say something real quick about the puns. I think there is some some comedy in the buildup, right? Like, you know, where you're just like going on and on. It's very wordy to get to the mm-hmm. point. No, so like the, I, I know, agree. I think every time somebody calls and they're going to do one, you're a little on the edge of your seat. Like, is it, am I going to laugh? Is this going to be good? Yeah. Rarely is yeah. it, but still it does keep. So I do, that keeps my interest level there. I'm not like just totally bored. There is something about any kind of contest where if it's a joke contest, anything, you want to hear what somebody's going to bring. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be even even the dance off, even any anytime you're really kind of competing, you do, it does add some, uh, you know, excitement and, yeah anticipation and, I, and the last thing i'll say 
Last thing, long sorry. form. I, I would I wanted to say long form. I appreciate that as well. So and you you like think, the long form ones, Joe? I do. The if, long if meandering pay, ones, yeah. If, if they're they done pay well, off, mm-hmm. if they pay off. I, I do. I don't mind them, but you know, Doug's in there with quickly with crickets every time. He's very impatient. He doesn't like to wait. He he wants his comedy fast. Uh, well, I, listen. If, if it can be done fast and be just as good, I say go for it. If it needs to be long, because you've built up like that guy that was talking about the tooth fairy and all this fucking shit. It was like if the pun in the end of the day incorporated all of that story, I'm into it. But you can't just tell that whole story and then be able to just think, oh, you know what? You could edit that down to nothing. The whole story has to tie back in, I think, to the pun in order for the long form to work for me. Tooch, sorry. Yeah, I I get just a general question about, you know, things like the pun contest. This is for you guys and us to talk about. Um, Do you know, do do we think that they that the that the boys, the guys have an obligation to like feature the community uh, like this, you know, with the dance contest and things like this? Or is it just like maybe taking advantage of opportunity for content? And like this is like we can mm, we works, can we can works build both a ways, show doesn't it? it? Yeah, works both ways. I mean, you know, obviously they they had mentioned Ameripun Idol weeks back, so I think they yeah. probably put it on the back burner and said, "Hey, some week where we don't really have a hell of a lot going on, let's let's thematically do something." Maybe they built it up that one ninety nine will do the contest, two hundred. We can milk this for two episodes. Um, Definitely, they have to think. Oh, yeah, that gives that gives the community something to do. It gives us something to do. The puns has been our thing, so you know I don't think it's one or the other. I think it's definitely a combo platter. Yeah, yeah. Part, I'm kind of leaning towards the the latter. To it gives towards them laziness. To pull that episode around. Not, <laughs> it's not laziness. No, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's laziness because it, like it take it's work to to produce and plan an episode, you know, especially on a weekly basis. I mean, it's like, it's not easy. Um, and I think when you, you know, if you can book someone that can kind of just be this, the, the center, you know, like an Andy Richter, you know, like that, like, and just that, that's, that's your show. The show's Andy Richter. He comes on here and we just like go back and forth, you know? Um, but in, in some cases you don't, in some cases you have a guy more of like a supporting type guest. Tasha Leone. Natasha Leone. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that's, that's a, you know, that was a different episode. There's a lot going on in that episode, but yeah. Um, do you, do you think, uh, because Tim is always watching, um, old late night comedy TV on YouTube that he's like mining those shows for content to put towards his own show, you know, like watching those old skits and seeing like, what can I bring to office hours? You think that's a reason why he's watching those late night? I mean, shows a little no. Bit? No? Yeah, no, I think he just loves that stuff. You know, I, I think he, I think he appreciates that the craft of like Carson. Um, and I think he, maybe he like, you know, maybe it's, I don't know if it's one of his idols or anything, but I think he, I think he just appreciates the craft and, you know, it, it, it is, those shows are relevant to office hours. I mean, Tim is the Carson of office hours. Um, but I think I, my guess would be, he just, he just has an, a, you know, uh, an appreciation for that that stuff for late night TV, old late night TV. Yeah, I think he just hates current late night TV so much 
that he just, you know, maybe he, he does want to be inspired by something watching the old stuff would. I don't know if he's taking direct things. I think the looseness of those older shows is maybe something he, you know, obviously strives to have on office hours. He was even on a little, I watched that Vulture thing yesterday. I saw you on there, Tooch. Yeah. <clears throat> and he was saying, I mean, he straight up said, we're making, um, we're doing a, a live talk show in sort of the world of, of late night sort of talk shows and we're just doing it better. <laughs> He's like, ours is just better. It's faster. Yeah. It's live and it's funnier. And, um, you know, I obviously tend to agree, but I don't know. I don't know how much inspiration he takes, but yeah, I think the looseness maybe like just the, the chilled out more atmosphere than the, than the current late night, show shit which is so sticky and monologued and then planned and planned guests and plan it's just the the formula of the new stuff i don't think he appreciates and he definitely went in with this week you know riffing on this club random thing um because yeah anything goes um i mean he definitely has talked about how david letterman inspires them early david letterman so yeah um, yeah get to get to the get to the city of the day you son of a bitch okay <laughs> All right. Uh, it's like I'm reading it. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not reading the copy. Uh, I will say, Daddy's uh, double boiled chicken mash. I've said this before. You know, I have my favorites. It's this one's going to be, and I'm very serious and sincere. This one's going to be tough for me to beat. Um, the Daddy Den did it again. All the drops that Doug put in there, high production. I think Doug knew knew he had a a winner here. Um, they got, they got like a little, little clap at the end of this one. Tim was into it. Tim was breaking the whole time. Um, this is a very funny ad. City weird. Sponsor. I'll say weird. I'll say the oh, drop, man. the drop being the corn in the, like, the, you know, corn in the cob it uh, is. riff, you know, like the callback is kind yeah. of fun. Um, daddy done did it again. Uh, I mean, look, daddy's, daddy's been turning chicken dumpster scrappings into delicious food for over 10 years you have to daddy's done did it again and zoom fucked me again um tooch was just going on and on about how much he loved this explain why you like the drops I like, you like the, the idea i just love it i love it i love it all i love tim's delivery of it i love when tim i love when tim laughs it's just good it's just a good one Joe, where do you stand on Daddy's Done Did It Again? Double boiled <laughs> chicken. Did you happen to hear? Did we hear anything that I've already said prior to this, or was that, that you lost? said about that you said about the ad? Yeah, no, say it again. No, Daddy Joey say say it again. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> Joey Dunn, say it again. <laughs> I I just was amused with the the actual drop part of it where he's like saying a funny thing and i was wondering if he comes up with that first or if he uh, doug I'm, I'm assuming did all this but i'm, I'm wondering if he came oh, up yeah. with that or if he uh come up with the idea first or it's just something he said recorded himself and you know went with it but uh yeah i like this one it's it's a very strange um but i i do like it too i think it it's a, a top-notch ad here it's in the absurd column i like it very much um and i like you know a lot of tim looking back at doug a clear dougie here 
Um, so let's just transition into this week's city of the day because I don't know. I really liked what we had this week. Spalding Gray's balding spray was, I think, pretty darn good. Uh, very, very in the world of the Cinco product. We had it was a classic, I guess. It's got we have a I don't know who Spalding Gray is, but he's so he's some you know they used they found a guy. He's a comedian. Comedian. Okay, so he's a comedian. He passed. He passed. So either way, they, they did the the mixture of you know somewhat famous person mixture name with product with a product that it makes me laugh very much. Balding spray. Uh, you know, I feel like. It's something we've, they've almost already done before or something, but it's like so familiar. It fits so well into their world. It was a good read, good copy read by Tim. Again, pretty sure it's a Douglas because um, I think I remember some look backs at Doug. And Doug even said, good job improv- improvising a little bit, Tim, at the end. So it seemed like Doug was happy with Tim's read of Spalding Gray's Balding Spray. And I, I did. Read from Tim. And I, I did think it was fun to like hear Zulu's reaction to that. Um, yeah. What'd you guys think of balding spray? I loved it. Tucci I loved uses it. Yeah. I use it. I'm using it. Yeah. It's working out well. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, this is one, this one is very good. I had me laughing out loud, just like um, daddy's double boiled chicken mash. Uh, this is up there for me in the upper echelon of, ads in this award season i'd say back-to-back potential nominees here i'd say back-to-back jacks pretty good weeks back-to-back jacks joseph joseph balding spray yeah it's it is a fun little (laughs) one too (laughs) i I have yet to see it and i only had had heard it but you know knowing who he who he was as a comedian and then uh, it, it's just sort of a, a funny plant words, you know, um, mm-hmm. the imagery of this man is, is silly to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, just showing a man with hair, you know, just the hair being taken off. Yeah, very, very silly. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. Was Robeson on last week? Mm. Or this week? He was on last week. So they had Rob, they had Chris Robson from... Um, from Toronto on he's there he's been editing their stuff I thought I don't want to forget to mention that he they let him in on the show which was which is nice of them to you know celebrate um oh yeah I'm forgetting a whole little bit in in after hours they they did um they had Chris Robison on to talk about some stuff he was pretty dry pretty sarcastic guy um they talked about the Will Smith slap a little bit, um, and they talked about the on cinema Oscar special. Has anybody seen that? No. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I've uh, seen most. I've seen most of it. I I didn't get to the the sort of finale. Um, I was watching. I, I threw that on as well really huge insane production very cool stuff um and it was, it was interesting to hear about their their tech diffs and stuff like that i guess it wasn't you know terribly interesting but 
think Tim really wants to get out there and say, look, we're sorry. You guys pay to be part of this high network and we end up just throwing it on YouTube. Um, so it's supposed to be sort of a, I don't know, maybe it is supposed to be just free for all when it's happening live. I'm not totally sure, but um, I feel bad that they put all that prep into it and then it gets, then it fails. Um, Cause damn, I don't know if you've seen the pictures or anything, Joe, but I don't know if you're ever going to watch it, but spoiler alert, they put a, you know, they've really upped the ante. They didn't do it in a little green screen studio, a green screen studio. They did it, you know, on location outside some, in some crazy place. And it was all about the high ranch and, you know, lots of, you know, extravagant bits and uh, your, your, your typical classic stuff going on. Um, I've been, I've been consuming it, you know, you know the way i shouldn't be is is through other people on youtube just like ripping little chunks and putting it up yeah and um so that's it's hard to avoid because they're so good you know like these little like 30 second little bits they're incredible um so i I will i need to go back like i said i think i'm three or four episodes behind on on cinema uh doesn't really matter i I wasn't yeah um it was interesting to hear about approach um getting COVID and all that, that was, that was interesting because the approach thing in the beginning, he's dressed as Spider-Man and he's up in a hill and he falls down. You know, that was like pretty funny and pretty stupid. Somebody posted online nine seconds into the Oscar special. It's already a million times better than the Oscars. And it, it really was the first like nine seconds. is just like this funny pan across a big dusty hill in the middle of the fucking desert. And there's a guy dressed as Spider-Man, you know, real small on the screen with Proach's voice saying like, welcome to the Anson, you know, and it's just like, this is pretty, pretty fun. So <clears throat> yeah, when you have an extra three hours laying around, uh, you know, you could throw that sucker on. Um, but yeah, before we moved on to the Zulu 200 episode, I thought I'd just mention that, uh, you know, they talked a little bit about that. And it was nice to see Chris Robinson. We appreciate what he does for the show. And I'm happy that he's, you know, got a nice gig with these guys now. Um, so good for him. Now, episode 200, we've heard from Tim about Zulu. How he saw them a couple weeks ago and he's turned it around. He said, we're going we're gonna to get them in the, we're going to get them in the studio. And he did. And uh, so hardcore band from LA, a black hardcore band, you know, probably a pretty rare thing in the world. I imagine there's a subculture. Um, I had not heard of Zulu. I have not listened to hardcore in 20 years, you know, maybe 25 years. Um, So I was interested to hear what that sounds like, what modern current day hardcore sounds like. Um, Joe is a lot more familiar with the hardcore scene. He was actually involved, like, you know, in, he was like a fan and in the hardcore scene when I was a kid and he was in his teens. So Zulu, what did we think of having Zulu in the studio? Bring back some memories, Joe. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like you said, uh, maybe when I was a, a young, uh, you know, youngster, I was, you know, had friends that liked the hardcore music. I liked the hardcore music. I, 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 w- I went to a few of these 
clubs, you know, and, and saw some hardcore bands when maybe I was 14, 15 years old, like that age of where you're real impressionable and you like heavy music. And I, I still like heavy music. Uh, like I always was like searching for how heavy can we get? You know, how, how much heavier can we go? And I sort of shifted from uh, things like the heavy hardcore music into electronic hardcore, which is like breakcore and like IDM and that sort of like faster, crazier stuff. But um, yeah, I, I liked seeing this band. I th thought they were really interesting. And it like, as I was watching it later, I was thinking like, yeah, I actually like this. This is good. Like, this is good hardcore music. And I, I, I was like shaking around, moving to it a little bit. So uh, yeah, I was into this. This was a fun little adventure of like having a band live in in the studio and having having it all full fledged and uh, all the people in there and chiming in throughout the show it was a it was a real good feature yeah i agree i think i think that that's well said as a feature i i really liked it can i can i sit here and look you guys in the eyes and say i really like and appreciate hardcore music or do i think it's kind of a fucking joke i i don't really understand it really like i guess i do i understand that like is a it's a genre that exists and people some people really enjoy it um you definitely can't hear what they're saying uh you definitely really are just listening to some loud stuff which you know I, for some people maybe is um exciting and i think tim was turned on by this just in a live setting i think yeah, you can probably really be impressed upon when like seeing the energy of this kind of thing live. Um, so I don't like hard, you know, I'm not going to start listening to hardcore music. It hurts me, you know, it hurts my ears. I mean, Doug and Vic just straight up walked out of the room, you know, I thought that was kind of really on the nose, but like Doug had the, you know, the, the, the uh, earphones on and was kind of playing that up a little bit, but you know, I like the open-mindedness of the gang to have, a, of all bands to have in there, have a hardcore band. And it led to some funny stuff. I thought the guys were affable in the band. They all had their own personality and, and getting them involved was cool. They're young, you know, it was just like they, they laughed. And so I liked them. <clears throat> as far as an episode 200, uh, sort of underwhelming in my opinion. I think Zulu was maybe the saving grace of the the whole thing. Um, the guys sort of seemed a little disinterested or something. It just wasn't like a super, I don't know, Tim had said like, you know, what if we play this like, people are talking about their favorite moments and what if we're like, eh, yeah. And they kind of were on that vibe a little bit. I was like, they're really not like leaning into the let's be very excited about 200 eps. You know, they toyed with this idea of people calling in to give their favorite moment. I think that happened maybe twice. Um, the rest of the time we got into puns again, which I think dragged us down quite a bit. Um, you know, we got serious a couple times uh, with the, the trans caller who called the previous week and this week um, to talk about real issues, which is important, um, but maybe just didn't have the energy of like a full on fun house, crazy time. 
I was hoping that maybe Tim would pick up a guitar and try to jam with Zulu. I, I felt there was something maybe on the table there for more fun to be had with what they had there rather than just like, Hey guys, play another song or, you know, I think they did, they did sing. We like having fun for a moment. Um, and the intro just, we knew Zulu was going to be on. So, I mean, I think we all saw that coming a hardcore intro. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Something about this episode was just a tiny bit underwhelming for me. Uh, you know, nothing's really sticking in my brain too much as like hilarious. Um, but Tucci thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I, there's, I, I can't say much without like sounding, you know, like an idiot. And when terms comes to, to hardcore, I, I, I also don't listen to hardcore. Um, but, uh, you know, as a creative from an, an artist perspective, I certainly appreciate, you know, that form of, uh, expressionism. I, I think they're, you know, I, I listened to all their sets in the show. Um, you know, I think there's, you didn't it, skip it, it, ahead. <laughs> Is that what you're getting no. at, Tucci? Yeah, it's, you yeah. had your finger on the trigger. Um, and I listened to like two more songs. Oh my god! Normal speed. There was a lot of music. Um, no, I th I think like I, I'm. It's almost like the mixing of the mediums, like uh, having them in the studio for office hours, like that. That was very interesting to me, um, and I was more. I think like the for me where the, the entertainment come from i think you said it mike their kind of reaction to the office hours and like the, the just the general happenings in the show um and hearing them hearing them react live was, was and seeing their their faces um was really funny to me and interesting um but yeah in terms of hardcore i, I don't maybe i should maybe i should try maybe i should give it more uh, of an effort you have that um, kind of time in your life with a baby coming in to start getting into <laughs> hardcore it's it's more about the energy it's more like the, what the yeah. punk scene yeah. was about you know about like the the sheer excitement of like the the volume of the music and how heavy yeah. it is and like you know i i always you know in the past enjoyed hardcore music just for its raw like energy of like what it was and all the growling that goes it with the singing is just about a sound and creating that energy it's it's less about right you know lyrics and and what sure so sure sure it's it's just like you know when you can't always hear the lyric person it's just like oh your voice is kind of an instrument so it's just like a, another element and uh you can you can get into it in in a if like tim he he walked into a club he saw that band on a whim just like oh this is great like let's bring this to the show this energy to the show and so i'm i i get that and uh, i would just say I don't, I'm not about to go running and listening to all kinds of hardcore now. I don't feel like anyone needs to go do that. But for this sort of like representation, I hope Zulu gets, you know, a nice bump here. Like, I think people should uh, yeah, check I think them out more. I think if I lived in a place and I saw that Zulu was going to be playing, I would totally. maybe go. I mean, it, sound, it, look, it seems like a fun time. It doesn't seem yeah. like fun music that I'm going to talk about as being great. But it seems like a fun night that uh, i would be with, interested with, in with energy you know what i mean just like yeah. let's go experience that bring some earplugs but just go experience that kind of raw energy so but i think that the fact that they were crammed into the little room trying to do it was just a little just the drummer you know it's just kind of not as uh 
you know, I don't know, you probably need some lights and some darkness and smoke and jumping around and I'm sure they get all fucking crazy. I don't know. Maybe they just stand there like they sort of did. Um, there's a little telling from being somebody who plays a little guitar and stuff just to see like what the music is made up of. You know, it wasn't super like there is hardcore that I think is maybe more fast and complex and like, I don't know, like death metal as far as like as far as like hardcore goes in my past. I've definitely heard stuff where I've been like more impressed, like just like, wow, that's fucking crazy. They were young, though. They were were, young. They were young. They were young. I think the idea, like you said, two of them just being in there like just a group, you know, you take five young black guys, throw them into office hours world. Yeah. There was a girl in there. Yeah. And judging the puns. I mean, it was just a nice mix. I mean, just like a fun, let's see what happens. And um, so they were the highlight <clears throat> of the show for me. Yeah. Um, Phil Braun, which they're promoting on the like list of like what happened in this episode, which means potentially that there's, you know, thinking maybe not that much happened. Uh, Phil Braun rarely gets a in the a type, top billing, a top billing. Um, Phil Braun had his bit here, his uh, what do you call it? Workout or uh, the working hours, the working hours. Uh, OK, so Uncle Phil's working hours. I Uncle thought it was Phil's very, I thought working. It was good. It was good. It, you know, it was good. I'm going to say it like that. It was good. Like, I'm trying to defend it. Like, I it wasn't incredible. They had something there, and it was kind of a mess. And I'm sure Martha from Baskets was, you know, it was all planned out clearly. I think that, I think Matt might have been involved with some of the graphics. I, I was a little confused on how they were doing that all. Um, seemed like a weird time with Zulu in there to do that. I, I don't know why. Like, that just didn't seem to... It. Yeah, Dude, just so throw it just, it all in the, in yeah, the blender, just throw man. a big, <laughs> throw a big bunch of mush in there. Um, this was one of the ones where like, I think Tim's response to it, like, wasn't as funny or something like he wasn't playing along correctly or something. I, I don't know. There was something uh, just strange he, he about really the interaction. His anger. He yeah. didn't sell his anger for being yeah. muted. He, yeah, yeah, there's, there's some, something like that going on. And, you know, like Vic was maybe overacting a little bit, you know, with the, hey, I'm on. Like, that's just like, ah, it's real borderline. Like, there's something about it that was just not perfectly yeah. timed, perfectly like locking in. Um, the idea was good. Uh, I liked the wind, you know, the two different windows and... um like the theme song. There was obviously a lot of effort put in from from Phil Braun's uh, like the side. muting, I like muting of the yeah, mics, the, unmuting, all that stuff. That the muting and the unmuting. Yeah, you know, it was. I thought it was a really good concept, but maybe seeing it all play out, it do, it doesn't bring like hearty hard laughs, but it was really amusing, and I I was smiling and having a good time I, with it. Yeah. Sure, sure. I almost wished that it like at one point it went full screen to Phil. And it, I almost was like, just let Phil like, you know, totally uh, hijack the show. Like maybe he did something where like he just took over, you know, and they could have worked it out in a way where like he kind of hacked into them and now it was his show and he started taking Zoomers or something, you know, it was like, 
If they would have went Definitely. one step forward and just yeah, yeah. left, just left office hours altogether for a little while and just been on yeah. Braun's show. A full, a full long, like interlude of like, where we're just gone. Like, uh -huh. right, and, right and then if you show. have, then if you have Vic call in or something, but the fact that it was happening simultaneously and like Tim was kind of there, like, all right, you know, I don't know what you're doing. You know, like if it had just like, if he had just taken the call and then they maybe could have said like, oh, something's wrong with our system. You know, yeah, the, been like something's up with the zoom. Static. What's going on, you know? And like, then Phil Braun goes full <laughs> and then give him just five minutes or something of, of whatever. I, I don't know. I think Tim said at one I, point, he's like, this bit's been going on for 10 minutes or something <laughs> like I, I can't but see part of me likes, likes the idea of like Phil, you know, running his show inside of, of the office yeah there is the something though, right? about that there is something in him to say yeah we'll be here next week on this platform yeah. <laughs> uh um, i just think it's an opportunity for it to go full a little bit yeah you know yeah. maybe I, even go window within a window within a window because if he would imagine if phil had to do a two box in his world right with him mm -hmm. and martha what's her name martha kelly kelly, kelly. Like imagine if there was a two box on the right side box, right? With her and him, he didn't, mm -hmm. you know, and then that goes full, yeah. uh, you know, th yeah. th I don't know. There's like, yeah. like, I think we were all saying maybe a tiny bit of the execution was uh, not perfect, but I yes, did. great idea. Phil's always bringing it. I, I, I wonder if it, I wonder if it continues. Didn't you? What's that? I wanted Tim to like Martha Kelly and like actually, you know, give her some more airtime. Like, let that play out a little bit more yeah you know? for whatever reason i don't know why phil braun is friends with martha kelly but i've seen it online before like i've seen them interacting she was on gettython so like he knows her so it's i think it is his pull um and i'm sure tim knows her too she's very funny i mean i mean that first season of baskets i was like this girl is an emmy award winner loved her in baskets um and how mean Zach Galifianakis was to her. Um, but anyway, I, yeah, I, I have think something to say. You are not allowed to. Excuse me. <laughs> no, go shut up. Go to shut up. I think you said tell me to shut up. Um, in ter yeah, I, I I don't think it's on Phil. I think you're right. I think I think the the play from the office hour side was maybe a bit off, but that said it's how do you how do you play this it's not like you know the neuro like <clears throat> the neuro <clears throat> oh jesus i want to talk and then you go fucking coughing on us now <laughs> disgusting <laughs> all right the neural link it's thing. not like the neural link thing yeah it's not mm -hmm. like neural link it's not like a, the nfc um <laughs> board horse <laughs> Are you okay, Tooch? You need a Heimlich? I need some water. Um, how do you play this, though? Because it's not like... I, it, it seems like Tim was playing it kind of like on cinema style, dry, like, you know, kind of uninterested. Um, I think it probably takes, like... I think you... Do you play it with, like, anger or, like, you know... It's... The problem is, is that Tim likes Phil. And sometimes yeah. he just has Phil on and then just laughs at what Phil does, you know? And other times he's got to pretend like Phil's kind of being annoying and like they aren't behind this whole thing, which is why I think if they just kind of would have a limit, which they did, they muted him. Um, 
But if they just would have eliminated him from the screen, the screen, maybe, maybe Vic with the voice thing, they, I don't know, there was a couple touches that they were trying and I see what they were going for. It was maybe a little too fast or something like Vic called in like almost immediately. Um, and you know, you got to move it along, obviously. Um, but I think it's a tough, it's a tough, it's tough to execute it's tough. and it's live. And for, for them to pull that off, it was, it was fine. It was good. But, um, you know, it wasn't, we've seen other executions. We've seen Phil and his twin brother, for instance, you know, mind bendingly solid stuff there. You know what I mean? Where it's like, wow, this was really all worked out and really did, you know, hit the notes and didn't miss a beat of uncomfortability, you know, like that kind of stuff where I felt this one got a little, maybe a little long, a little confusing, a little like Martha Kelly didn't know how to really talk. And, you know, Tim was like kind of friendly, but kind of annoyed. And yeah, I, I think it's a really good concept, but difficult to execute. I think that's pretty, that kind of, it would be like, I could see Tim getting angry if, if Phil somehow like overtook his show. Right. And suddenly yep. he was doing his own working hours and then Tim could come back and they'd figure it out and he can come back and be like, what the fuck, Phil? And, and actually be mad. Um, but yeah, I don't know who, who if, might if, say. If there, was, if there was some way to hack in there and just completely taken over this whole stream, it would have been more like a TV show element. But mm -hmm. uh, the, they wanted to have like the give and take between that, like everyone. And yeah. so, whereas I think a give and take with like an actual Zoomer, like, could you imagine if Phil like took somebody from the Zoom room and that's had, what I was thinking. had him in like, and like they talked to Phil like that? That's like the, the, that's the layer deeper that I feel like maybe if it, they let him go that far, it could have been cool. Technologically, maybe, maybe not that difficult to do, honestly, you know, you just open up I, another I, zoom room. Maybe they come back to it, uh, you know, next week at 1030. Uh, it, there, we'll see. I hope we will it's, see it's one of the things that plays out more that we get more of it because there's more juice there. I, I like the idea that. Phil is getting revenge here for his board horse idea being stolen from Tim and like we're playing like, you know, competing. It's very, very on cinema. It's very on cinema. It's when Greg started his own review show and, you know, it's just it's touching into that world a little bit when you have the, you know, the fake version of the real thing and, the you know, the fake song and the, the whole thing. But. Sure. Again, I was the last thing I'll say is I I love Phil like he just he just brings it every time like it, you know this is you know we, we're we're judging Phil uh, harshly just because of how good he is yeah um, mm -hmm. but 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 like but visually though like some of the visual things like all you know having Vic's picture on the screen the 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 um the hothead hotline was red instead of orange like mm -hmm. just like funny things oh, no. like little that. touches little, lots of detail little touches lots yeah, lot of, of detail. little detail you could tell he's like firing through some sort of <laughs> powerpoint or something you know like yeah. where he's like yeah. hoping that tim says something and says oh sorry we're gonna have to so all that energy and effort home run by phil and when it gets all messy at the end it looks good and tim's like do i have to look at vic's big face like this <laughs> like just yeah, yeah. <laughs> that off my screen um so yeah S solid job a fun thing to talk about maybe not perfect but very very likable and a lot of potential so we'll see if it ever comes back. If it's a one-off, fine with that too. I kind of like how these one-offs just come and go. Um, and uh, was there anything else on this episode? 
Yeah, there was the, 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 the Bill Maher. The Bill Maher zoned out, don't the care. Bun, the, the, <clears throat> not the bun, the pun. Uh, yeah, the pun, the pun, the pun tournament. Um, don't have a lot to say. Galantini won with the, uh, what was he his was pun? voted in. Yeah, he was, so he, he was, was voted back in from the audience. Yeah. Um, good for him. And then he got three unanimous thumbs up. Was his the Armageddon one? Armageddon better? He had that, multiple. They gave him a couple uh, more because puns. he won. Um, but I'm trying to think of the one he won on. So it's so memorable that none of us remember. <clears throat> and Tucci just watched the episode this morning. So yeah. It, <laughs> so I glanced Mar- in it this morning. Maripon Idol. Okay, I, I'll say the the interesting is Galantini asked for quite the gift, uh, quite the reward. He said, "Hey, why don't you jam with me? Basically, I'm gonna send you a track and send something back." Clever. Um, and good for him. That that's cool that he'll he'll be able to collaborate with Tim on a little music. Um, so mouse pad. Duck was the other finalist who I thought did a nice job. Uh, honk solo, even with the, I thought he was purposely fumbling it up at the end. You know what I mean? Because he had the, he had the, um, the star Wars gun that he like fumbled and dropped. I thought that was all planned to like, too. Oh, I, I messed up the, I messed up the ending, you know, like uh honk solo. And I don't know, man, you got to give that guy credit for just doing all that. And I thought it was I, uh, I, I like I I didn't feel like it was a flub either. He dropped a gun. That's like what Han Solo might do, you know. A honk. Well, it just it was all tied in. It was animated to, and like he went further than a pun. He kind of told a little story, and then when he got to the end of the pun, he's like, "I'm not very good at puns." It was that was a tighter put together little skit than anybody, and obviously with the animation and and all of that, just extra credit. He should get a definitely a honorable mention. For sure, yeah. Duck's very good. I, I mentioned it before. He, it's his name's Tom DeLongchamp. He, he's on Twitch. Tom, thanks. Mm-hmm. He, do, he does really good, uh, like Twitch streams, like really high production. You know, there's like Duck. There's like all these other different forms of like just kind of um, like creative using like technology, like in an illustrative way, creative way. It's really yeah, I think good. he was drawing the guys at the end of the show. I think they put his screen back up, and he was the one doing the animated guys at the end during the drop concert. I don't know if you saw that. Pretty sure that was duck vision. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So pun contest winners, the other punters, I don't remember and I don't really care. Um, they did finally say, maybe we'll be done with puns forever. People kept calling after the pun contest was over. Just like, yeah, sorry. I had a pun. Um, I will say that at least it gives people something to say when they call in to focus it, you know what I mean? So maybe it doesn't have to be puns, but if you think of other things to focus on, just a topic, I think maybe this idea of office hours just being a, hey, what do you got for me today? Let's talk about literally anything is a little maybe nerve wracking where if you focus it in a little bit, doesn't have to be pun related, but just say today we're talking about this little bit of a topic. If you have something to say, what? That's now you're talking about the best show with Tom Sharpling. That's what he does. I don't fucking care what that trash man does. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know, I do it, not what, endorse what, that statement. Whatever. You know what I mean? If it just if there's some 
some sort of narrowed in thing. But I, like, you know, Matt was like, we got tons of people with puns because they had a focus. They had something to do. Um, maybe they could keep it light, keep it funny. Maybe it's uh, some other. I like there's that other question. kinds of jokes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Think of something. Maybe it doesn't have to be like a serious topic, but just like, I don't know. We're talking about, you know, anything piercings. Anything. I, I don't give a shit. Yes. Just give something something to talk about. Uh, maybe, you know, tattoos, whatever it is. It's just something very stupid and mundane. Fast food. I, I wonder if there's anything that. that's anything that would be curious that you'd want to know from your Zoom audience. You know, here's people that can't wait to speak about something well you know i'm sure like if there's something in the yeah if there's something a little something in the news that triggers some sort of you know conversation or something that's happening in tim's life or whatever it might be you know it could be mundane stuff but maybe that would uh give the zoomers a little direction um because like like matt said when they had puns he had a ton of people lined up people wanting to get on and then when they would get on they'd have something to say something to talk about something to critique and i think that's you know a plus of all this pun nonsense go ahead tucci you're raising your fucking hand let's hear it before that it was a lot of games games yeah you still have your hand raised internal internal struggle of office hours it's not a call intro and um I don't think it ever was, and it certainly isn't now. I hope it doesn't. Because I hope you know. I don't want that to be. It is. It is. It was. It was initially. I guess it was. It used to be. It used to be. Right. I guess you're right. It used to be episodes zero through probably what fifty hundred. When it yeah. yeah, When it was trolls calling in. When it was actually more office hours, like when people like I need advice about this. Like my girlfriend is cheating. You know, like. That's what the episode was. People would call in with like real questions for Tim. Yes. Because you're on Zoom. Everybody's got a bit. Everybody just wants to say how much they love Tim. Much more. Many more people are watching. I think when when it was on Facebook Live and there would be, you know, 600 people watching, you felt like you were in a little vacuum and you could call and talk about personal things with Tim. And they don't really promote that anymore. Even if they did that. Today's tonight's today's the advice column. Call us in with your advice. Even the Poundcast figured out that call us in with your problems created, you know, weeks and weeks of content for them because they found something that people wanted to talk about, which saved them from having to come up with things to talk about. So um you can't steal that idea from the Poundcast, but you know, that's the kind of direction I think you could go to make the call-ins more interesting. Tim usually just has so much going on that if somebody calls asking for advice or something, they might get steamrolled. You know, they the direction of thoughts might turn. So it's hard, man. It's hard with all the stuff. I will they have. say, I'll say this. I, I, met, I mentioned it to you guys before. I think they do need a screener. I think I think they need a screener. Um, they need they need to cut down on the Tim. How are you? How are you doing? I love you. You know, I know, I know. You, you, you I know, think Matt's doing that a bit, and I think well, that's an unwritten rule. He's trying, he's trying, but I, I, then, then the other thing is, it's they're using Zoom, and Zoom is almost like kind of like antiquated technology at this point. I think they need to use Discord, 
Okay. I think discord offers more of a, you know, of kind of like putting people in a screening in a, in a green room. Uh, the audio quality, the video quality is better on discord. Um, I think that would be worthwhile looking into discord and then utilizing discord's features for screening green room, you know, things like that, get people on, get everybody um, to sign up for discord. Fuck off. Everyone's man. on discord, man. Everyone's Nobody's on, on discord. fucking discord. Don't be a boomer. Everyone's on Discord. Go on the Office Hours Discord. There's like seven of the same people that say the same shit. I'm not buying it. There's not. I, not everybody's on Discord. I've been on that Discord, dust. and there's like eight nerds on there, and they're the same people that are talking to each other. You're not getting everybody on Discord. I'm sorry. It's just not happening. I, think, I, I don't think they would go for a screening anyway. I think Tim likes the off-the-cuff, like, where are we Here's what happens. From? I think Matt has, Matt has some people lined up, and then Tim looks at the screen sees an interesting face and says, let's talk to that person. And it's a total shot in the dark that he just says, oh, who's that girl? Oh, that guy, he looks funny. Oh, look at that background. Let's go to him. So the randomness, like, club random is, is going to stay, like, it's going to stay you club like that random. Aspect of the show Do I like it? Yeah. I think I would, here's what I'm saying. If everybody in the Zoom room knew that when they go to them and they, in today's show, we're Have talking something. about this. They would have to say something about that. And the other thing is, don't just go hang out in the Zoom room if you don't want to be involved in the show. Just watch it on YouTube. What are you doing in there? I've been in there recently. I know what they're doing. They're bullshit chatting and being little trolly fucking weirdos in the Zoom room making their dumb comments. People who are paying are doing that? People that are paying. Yeah, Patreon members of Office Hours are going into the Zoom room just to sit there and watch. And there's probably a hundred of them that don't really want to be on the show, but I mean, just in there people, being weird. People that are trolling in the Zoom chat, like they're, you're, these are paid members? They're not trolling, Tucci. They just have corny ass comments. You know what I mean? They're just like uh, commenting just, the whole uh, time. Have you been in there recently? No, I don't go in there. Okay, well, there's people, a constant commentary going from everybody and it's embarrassing. You know, it's like, this is the crew. I said it a couple of weeks ago. I went, I was in there and I was like, my own. And the guys have had to say, I think, you know, they've told some of the guests, don't read the comments during, you know, some of the guests that are in there on Zoom are like, what the fuck is going that? on over here? What Natasha are these people? Le, the, Natasha Leggero. Yeah, sure. You just, you're getting some weirdos out there, but yeah, only go in the Zoom room if you have something to say. And there is, there is a, there is a, an option, I think, in Zoom where if you join, you have to like answer a question or fill a little something out or say a very easy screener would be like when you're entering the zoom room, it could say, what is your question? And Matt can accept you in or not. But I think at I, this point, they'd like it being an open thing. They don't want to yeah, be studio audience. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of extra work to be screening all those people too. Like that would be very time consuming to just sure. Be it's much easier just to hit that. admit, 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 admit. I mean, admit all. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Um, so whatever. I don't think I don't think anything's gonna things gonna change on that I know. front. We're, we're talking about how to improve the. I'm, by, I'm just least, saying. I'm just saying. Favorite aspect of the show. So maybe. It's okay. Say. I'm gonna say it's all Doug's fault because I heard that drop in the drop concert last week. It's you all Doug's it. fault. You saying it? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> the um, there you go. It's always it's always fault. a joy. Maybe maybe fault. we shouldn't. We shouldn't put energy into this aspect of the show that I, you know, don't, I, I it's a, my least favorite aspect is the, is the zoomers. Well, we're trying to improve that. And I think if just, if it was a little more focused, 
and the Zoomers had something to talk about rather than just like, what do you got for me today? Where are you calling from? That can definitely drag it down. Sometimes you get people that have something to say and it's fine. You know, like, yeah, and I, and there are Doug like, and huh? there are, Doug there Ruined are my it. favorites. There are, you know, people that I like that call in, you know, and I think like that, that, that aspect I do like, like I like Galantini. I like rubbish cook people like that. I like when they, they call in it's checking in. I, so I, I will the admit twins. Nice. like to love the twins. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> Great. Or, uh, Fucking, fucking gray, uh, gray, gray Niner. Niner got, he got like the hook early because he had a pun and they were like over puns and they were like, you know, they were like, fuck you. You know, you don't know what's going on. Like just weird reaction to, to people sometimes, but you can, can. How, how, yeah. <laughs> to, is, did he do the two can one? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. One. He did. And that was a good one. <laughs> they were ready to cut him. And then they said, all right, just give us your fucking pun. And then he did it. And it's like, you know, are people just going on Google and saying puns? It's just like, shut up. You can see them reading it off the screen enough with the puns. I will stand here and say, we are, I hope puns are banned at least for a while. Um, except for the guys, the guys can do them themselves. Like yeah. in the old days when it was like, Hey, we're, we're having the political puns or we're having, you know, space puns or whatever the hell it is. If you want to focus it a little bit uh, so that people feel comfortable with something to say when they call in. Uh, if you won the pun contest, maybe that's the only person who can do puns. And, you know, that's that should be like the new rule. And yeah, Galantini can do, is the only one that can do puns for the next year until they do another pun contest. God. But just say, everybody save up your puns for next year's AmeriPun Idol because that's the only time we're doing puns. Um but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm done with puns right now. We're stopping talking about it. I don't think anything else happened in this episode. I thought it was interesting that the boy Doug was like, "We want to do. I would love, I would love to do a drop concert like after Zulu plays us out," which was nice to hear. They did a nice long drop concert after Zulu. Didn't really jam with Zulu. I wonder what Zulu thought of a drop concert. Um, but it seemed like. You know, Doug was itching to do one. I think they didn't have one last. They did week. have one. They did I have think one. They did two weeks ago. Yeah, they had one in it. I I thought the last one, the, the oh one yeah, my bad, my bad. One ninety nine. That was a great drop concert, and then this one also provided mm -hmm. like a good amount of fun, little uh, in show like sampling in yeah. show like uh, drops. You know. Um. Okay. So, Poundcast talk. I'm out of the loop. I listened to Doug's. Oh, we have a couple of news items here. Um, I listened to Doug's ambient music. He posted it in his own personal um, Patreon, which I follow. And very nice stuff, Doug. I, I, I like the music. I think it's sounding great. Sorry, I gave that more of a attention than the Poundcast, which I just haven't had time to listen to other podcasts at the moment. But I think you guys maybe did listen to some Poundcasting. Yeah, I'm I'm in Quickly. I'm still to the Joel Haver episode. Um great so far. I love Joel Haver. I don't have much to say about it, but okay, I'm, good. I'm back. I'm back on the Poundcast. Back on the Poundcast. Joe, you've been pounding or no? I'm on a little hiatus. A little hiatus. hiatus. Right now, so I'll be back soon. Well, I'll be back. Um more not more importantly, but 
the big announcement today, which I don't know if I'm spoiling this, I don't think anybody listens to this that isn't a Patreon, like, you know, nobody listens to this show, so it doesn't matter. Tim announced a summer tour on his Saturday morning thing yesterday. I think it's being announced officially on Wednesday, maybe. Um, he's doing the whole stand-up and then music thing. It wasn't exactly what we were talking about with, like, bringing all the, you know, Office Hours guys along. It seems like Office Hours is not going to be part of it. This is going to be a Tim-only, um, you know, Tim comedy, Tim new album. Uh, you know, new, t- Tim Heidecker, the comedian, which he's, he's, I think he's trying it out in New York this next week or something. So that shall be... It did say something about them doing shows while he's on tour, though, and flying the guys out, possibly. Did you see some of that? No. That was in the mm. the later stages of the post. Where it I said, think like, the only sh- I think the only shows. show that I think I, the only show that I can make is the one in Brooklyn, which is in kind of late August. There's kind of a little hiatus, a hiatus in the in the tour. I'll be away the rest of the time. I'm pretty sure. But I think I will be in, in New York um, for that show. So maybe we all get together and go to a Tim show. Um, I'm sure tickets for that one will go kind of quick. So maybe we'll we'll get some of them. In Seattle. On August 24th, you'll be in Seattle? Um, How do you know that already? I, I, we booked our tickets. But okay. I don't know if it's that weekend or, or the next one. But I think it's um, around that time. The other news was Tim released a single that'll be coming out soon, a video for a song called Buddy, I want to say, maybe. I listened to it. I really liked the song. Funny lyrics. Very cool. I, I liked the song. The video is cute. And um, I'm excited for another Tim record. I, you know, I feel like these Tim records come so quick that I haven't even, you know, like I haven't even listened to Fear of Death enough times um but uh i'm making one right now it's probably working on one right now so it'll be out even after you know sure seems like prolific prolific guy um so interesting bits of news hopefully there is some live office hours built into that i feel like he could very easily tack in like i don't know i feel like what he's doing could have been maybe a three-parter not maybe an episode up Office hours is too long. You could do an hour in office hours, a half an hour of Tim Heidecker stand up, and forty minutes of music. Well, Thanks like for Joe a good said, day. Like Joe said, he did mention at the end of the post that there's like an addendum that he is gonna, the guys are gonna fly out for some live shows. So there's there's gonna be some nights where it's, you'll get all three stand up music. Okay, hours. okay, okay. Well, we'll look forward to see when those are, and we'll all try to hit a show, and we're all gonna hit Tenacious D together for a show too. So. Got some shows this year. Yeah, where are we going for that? I don't know. We got to figure it out. Uh, I don't know when I'll be back around. Um, So that's it. That's the end of the show. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Do they they have a show next week with Tim from New York? Is that true or is that in two weeks? I think they said they're doing a show next week with Tim in New York. I could be I could be wrong about that. I can't remember. Maybe, that, maybe that's in two weeks. Either way, I don't care. We'll be listening, and um, I'm a little more... Uh, my crazy week is done. Just finished a, a very emotional film shoot in Sicily, um, and I'm, I'm back. I've finally settled my brain. Uh, I had a 
quite an intense experience and it's nice to you know be alone for a minute living in a, a villa with a bunch of boys and gals for 10 days is pretty intense and amazing but you know whew, that's over with now and i can concentrate on some of the small things in life including this little show that i like to do with my friend and brother so we'll see you next week i hope so have a great week everybody thanks guys thanks joe you're welcome <laughs> bye bye tucci bye bye farewell, farewell.